I see you. I see you. You are changing. You are evolving. You're leveling up or you've already made some really big changes in your life. Sometimes then we have to go spend time with people that knew us before and it's triggering. It's scary. It's like, are you even going to know me? Do you even get me anymore? I've changed so much. How do I even show up in this environment? Some of you may had to have just done this over the holidays and I've had to do it and it's scary, but I'm going to share my story with you and the things that I did to self-soothe and the really big key things that I learned from my experience. If you're as exhausted as I am after the holidays, I get you and we're just going to do this together. Hi and welcome to the Stacy Embers podcast. I'm a recovering alcoholic, sex and love addict, and codependent, and I spent most of my life self-abandoning. My life crumbled and my special magic, that inner magical flame inside of me, it was gone and it left only embers to smolder. But the thing is, is that embers radiate abundant heat long after that fire is out and under the right conditions, our embers can reignite. And that is the same with these flames inside of us. I started rigorously building a new life, performing spiritual surgery, refusing to self-abandon, and spending time with my soul as well as learning and practicing new ways of healing while surrendering to my higher power. On this podcast, I will be giving you mindset guidance, sharing the tools that I used as well as sharing my personal stories to guide you to building an authentic life that you are so proud to live. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to meeting you in my stories. I remember when I started my spiritual change, when I really noticed this awakening within myself, and there was a situation that occurred, and I acted differently than I'd ever acted before. The best part was, is not only did I act differently, I thought differently. My thoughts had started to change. I just remember feeling so grateful that this awakening and this spiritual change had occurred. Today, I'm grounded and I practice daily meditations and I practice time where I spend time with my soul. I use these oracle cards every day and I go into my knowing and I practice a relationship with my higher self and I practice a relationship with my higher power. I used to call my higher power God. Now I call it universe. I pray to archangels and goddesses and universe and God and light as my source of higher power. I have a deep relationship with my higher self that guides me and keeps me. I am slower. I am calmer. I am less selfish and self-centered. This was because of a willingness, and then my higher power did for me what I could not do for myself. Along the way, I have created relationships with beautiful people that I have invited into my life that align 
that vibrate the same way that I do, that want the same things, that seek, that find, that are curious, that are open-minded. A lot of us work a 12-step program and it is it is such an honor to have these people in my life. With that being said, I'm here in Colorado and I and I grew up in Indiana, but I've created this kind of bubble around me. I have become a little more introverted over the last couple of years, really going into myself and understanding who I am, building this new Stacy, not deepening relationships like outside of this bubble as much. The interesting part about that is, is at some point I had to step outside of that bubble and it was when I was ready. At some point I knew that it was time to reveal myself. Last year at fall time, I knew that I was going to go home for the holiday for Thanksgiving and I did a ton of inner child work and I did a lot of parent wound work and step work, just really preparing for my trip. I was so scared. (laughs) I had emotions like they're not going to understand me. They're not going to know who I am. I feel so different. How do I even show up there? How do I even be? Are they going to know I'm different? Are they going to see it? Are they going to acknowledge it? And as I've understood myself, I have become really clear how my body and my nervous system reacts to like teasing and banter and poking. And my family calls it poking. It's basically like the form of communication in my family, my main family and my extended family. We love to like joke and poke at each other and make fun of people and everybody's laughing and it's in really good fun. It is out of absolute love. But as I've changed this is such a trigger for me. I get small and I go into my little girl and I feel so insignificant and I react physically and emotionally to this kind of communication. And I was so worried that I would go into old behavior and I would get small. And I was like, I'm this new person. Am I going to revert back to old Stacy or am I going to stay an authentic self? I was like scared that I couldn't even trust myself. And as I embarked onto this, you know, 18-hour drive um, from Colorado to Indiana, excitement is there and it starts slowly forming into anxiety. You know, we're about 30 minutes away and we get off on this exit and I just start sobbing. I mean, I am sobbing and I just I just shed this like last layer of anxiety and just like feel it and give it to universe, really take back my power. And I really stand in my, in my authentic self. It was a wonderful trip. It was such a beautiful time with my family. I observed a lot and I listened a lot and I gathered a lot of information. You know, I wanted to see if things were really how I thought that they were, (laughs) you know, we perceive things and we remember things a certain way. And I have this new set of glasses. I have new ears. I have a new heart. I listened and I watched and I learned and some things were the same and and some things weren't how I thought they were. But the main thing is that there were times that I absolutely got triggered. It was like they were teasing me and poking at me and kind of, you know, making fun of me, which felt like cutting me down and making me small. And I, I got moved around. It was like, I just got like 
this like big wind tunnel like came through my body and kind of like pushed me around. I had to do the work to come back and to meet myself, to get still and to just give myself what I needed in that moment. Little did I know that this next year, which was last year, was the biggest transformative year of my life in terms of spiritual growth. The more that I spent time with my soul, the more open that I got, the more I started discovering. And when I got lost, it became an invitation to come closer into myself. When I would get lonely, it was an invitation for me for me to give myself the unconditional love from my highest self, from my higher power, from everything that resides inside of me. As this past year starts coming to a close, I knew that I was going to go back to Indiana for Thanksgiving. And again, I started to prepare myself. So much had changed in that year. I had gotten so clear about exactly what I wanted to do and, and how I wanted to do it and how I wanted to show up in my life that I quit my job and did really scary things that were so in line with my truth and and walking this invisible path that I knew that some people wouldn't understand, but I had to do it. It It is my soul's calling. I didn't have it all figured out. I knew I had to quit my job and start this business and guide people to build a life that lights them up and listen to their soul's calling and That was so, so clear. But I knew that going back home and trying to explain this to my family, the most planningest people on the planet, that I did these things and didn't have everything figured out scared the crap out of me. I mean, I was absolutely terrified to talk to them about this because every step of the way I had been so discerning and I had been so thoughtful and did everything with so much intention. I was so worried about what they were going to think about me. It was so interesting. As I get closer and closer to Indiana, I remember like it was, I mean, I could just feel this moment that it was like six o'clock in the morning and the sun was coming up. We were going to be in Indiana that day and it was so cold. And I went into a meditation My granny was there, and she said so clearly to just show up with all the love and all the compassion for my family. I appreciated that, and I took that with me. I still had a lot of fear, and I was really apprehensive because so much had changed since last year. I was no longer worried about how I was going to show up because I was so confident in who I was. I loved myself. I know how I showed up. I know what I think and what I love and who I am and who I pray to. And it felt so natural and so good for me. But I I lacked this confidence in, you know, what I was going to be doing moving forward. I had so many things already lined up and I had started the process, but there were details that I didn't have quite figured out yet. And, and that made me very anxious and nervous. And so we show up and I am so happy to see my parents and my family. Before the trip, about two or three weeks before the trip, I reached out to two of my friends. I had told them that I intentionally took that time. I mean, I hadn't talked to them in like two years, maybe even, well, yeah, about two years. 
And I said that I had taken this time and that I love them and I had had done some work and I wanted to re-invite them into a friendship with me. And they were both so gracious and so kind. I showed up to those relationships with confidence because I, I like who I am and I love who I am and it felt really good. There was a little twinge though of, do you understand who I am? Do you understand who I am and how different I am? Can you see me? Can you see me that I look the same even though I'm wearing these like, cowgirl boots all the time and my purse is a cow skin and I'm like living in Colorado and I may dress a little bit different, but generally from the outside, like I look the same, but I was like, can you see me? Can you see I'm different? You know, there was a piece of that where I just like, I wanted them so bad to like say you're different or you look different or you think different or you're spiritually different, but it wasn't like that. And the moment happened that I, I feared I feared it the entire drive up. I was so scared the moment that somebody was going to ask me about this new venture because I didn't know how to answer the question. And on the second night, my mom's best friend asked me, so what are you doing? Are you still working at the same job? And I so wanted to lie. I just wanted to lie. I just wanted to avoid the question completely. I didn't. I said, oh, I quit my job. You know, look at her face. (laughs) It's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I quit my job. And um, I said, you know, I'm starting this new business. And she's like, oh, what is it? And I start kind of talking to her about it. I'm perceiving that she doesn't get it. And, you know, I'm saying all these, like, you know, I'm, I'm helping people build a life that lights them up and listening to their higher self. And and I start sweating and I'm like stammering all over myself. And I'm like, God, save me, you know. And this dis- this short description that felt like an eternity was just a disaster. I felt defeated. I felt really small because I didn't have it all figured out. And I also didn't have the confidence to explain it in a way that felt really good to me. I went upstairs, it was 7.30 and I just went to bed. I was done and I mean, I had just tears streaming down my face and I thought, do they even know who I am? I mean, what am I doing here? Am I an imposter in my own home? And I thought, like, did I get the wrong family? Am I even supposed to be here? I felt like I was a different color than they are, if that makes sense. That next morning, I got up really early, and I lit all my candles. I started my meditation, and I went into my knowing. And I went into myself, and I connected back to self to that place that I give myself worth and light and love. I was able to find my way back to myself and hug myself and soothe myself. And here's what I learned from this whole experience. You are an adult now. You don't need your family's approval or validation. You don't need anyone's approval or validation. You're spouse or your friends or your neighbors or your partner, anyone. And spending time fighting for your family to see you is an absolute misdirection of your precious, precious energy.
Of course, we all yearn so badly to be seen by our loved ones, especially our loved ones. And with growth comes the realization that some people, some family members are just not going to see us. This is not about disregarding our inner child. This is not about hushing the innate needs that we have, but it's about the accepting the capacity of other people. It's about accepting people where they are. I really believe that everybody's doing the best they can with what, with what they have, even though their best may not look like what I think their best should look like. The more individuated that we are and the more we trust ourselves and are centered into ourselves, the easier it is to be with people and not need them to change or be a certain way. It is not their job to understand us. It is our job to understand ourselves. It is not their job to be confident in us. It is our job to be confident in ourselves. I gave my mom's best friend my power and I just withered away like a frail little plant because I lacked the confidence because I didn't know some of the answers. If I would have stood in my power and said, you know what, I don't know all the answers, but I am so drawn to this and I know what it's going to feel like and I know parts of what it's going to look like, but I don't have all the details figured out. I can be vulnerable and I can stand in my power and authentically attach back to myself confidently and not worry about the approval of someone else. Because you are always changing right now as you're listening to this podcast right now, you are evolving and you are awakening. And if you need to stay in your bubble right now to continue that healing process, stay right there. But if you're able to lean out and you're ready for to brave that world out there, then I have a couple of questions for you. What would it feel like to show up in confidence? What would that feel like? How would it feel to show up curious rather than defensive? Because I assumed that they wouldn't understand. I assumed that they wouldn't see me. I assumed that even when I explained it in the way that I wanted to explain it, that they would never understand. I didn't give them the chance. How would it feel to trust myself so deeply and attach to myself so wholly and show an interest in their reality rather than defending my own? Your soul's flame right now is reigniting or getting brighter in whatever stage that it's in. And I want to thank you so much for lighting the way. I want to thank you so much for being extraordinary and seeking and finding and expanding and attaching right back to your loving, loving self. If you have any friends who are struggling with feeling stuck in their life or you have watched their soul's flame start to dim, Share this episode with them, and it may help them to reignite their fire. Hit the share button, copy the link, and send it over to them. And if you haven't already followed the Wild Embers podcast, hit the plus in Apple Podcast and follow in Spotify, and that will just mean that each new episode is sent straight to your podcast app rather than you having to go look for it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Enjoy.